Throughout his years as a family therapist, Chris Swenson has been privileged with helping many people overcome and deal with many things that most of us would never have been able to face. There have been cases regarding all forms of abuse, traumas, suicides, deaths of loved ones, murders of one's children, infidelity, and many more cases that would make your skin crawl. In most of these cases, he has found a person who, despite facing such treachery while in the grip of life's burning fire, have found a way to cope with life and continue pushing on. These people who have had to face circumstances that most of us couldn't even dream of are the true rhinos of life. These life warriors, rhinos, seem to have emerged from the grip of life's burning fire with a newfound creativity towards life's circumstances that have enabled them to keep pushing on. It's as if the blacksmith of life had put them in the fire and hammered away. From this hammering has emerged a powerful inner armor of strength, wisdom, and that creativity to cope with life. That armor is what he calls the rhino mentality. Life will pour out its black rain, soaking you in negativity and leaving you in feeling uncomfortable and in psychological pain. This black rain begins to break down your very mind and body to look to seep into your very soul. The one thing that protects you from the cancerous effects of life's psychological black rain is the armor of a rhino mentality. This podcast is all about developing that armor. So without further ado, your host, Chris Swenson. Hi, you're listening to Coach Rhino, Chris Swenson. Welcome to the Rhino Mentality Podcast, coming to you from Rhino Wellness Headquarters in Sterling, Colorado. Today's episode is very, very important episode. Because today I'm going to play an audio clip for you that gives you the name of the very thing that holds you back, that destroys your relationship, that erodes your confidence, that steals your dreams by getting you to quit and wreaking havoc in your lives. But it not only affects you, it also affects those around you, including your family and your very children as well. But after listening to the audio clip, my hope is that you understand what it is. And number two, you get some awareness of how it affects you. And thirdly, you learn how to embrace and face it so you can achieve your hopes and dreams and you can also be a better teammate helping others on their journey to achieve their hopes and dreams as well. So with all that, let's get ready. Roll the clip. Every day and every challenge you face, you are under assault by the constant barrage of darkness's black rain of abuse sniping away at your psyche. What do I mean by darkness? It's simply that little voice that's in your head that guilt trips you, that leaves you feeling confused, lost, questions your very existence, It gets you to feel worthless and constantly criticizes your every move. Darkness is the greatest enemy you'll face in your life. It'll get you to hesitate and procrastinate on your dreams. Isolates you from your supports. Gets you to question your level of commitment to your dreams. Sends fear racing through your veins. And impedes your ability to succeed every day of your life. Whenever you face darkness, it will seek to get you to adopt a negative mentality or mindset. This negativity will spiral you out of control, eat away at your soul, and leave you feeling doubtful, weak, and scared. Then you will look to quit or find a way out. 
Once again, it has prevented and controlled your life and stolen your dreams. You see, darkness is going to be the most abusive presence that you will ever face. If you want to know what tactics darkness uses, simple. Go on Google and enter a search for psychological tactics of abuse. And you'll find all sorts of mind games, mind tricks, emotional abuse, verbal abuse. Even when you see how to brainwash and you'll find the tactics of negativity. Darkness is around everybody. Darkness is around your family. It's in your relationships. It's in your workplaces. It's even in your children. It's around everybody at all the time. There's no escape from it. And yet, as a society, we continue to be blind to it. And what do I mean by that? You ever heard the phrase where it's easier to give somebody advice than take your own advice? Yeah. Or have you ever set a goal for yourself, started to do the goal, but you didn't quite make it happen? Hmm. You see, we always think it's just these simple steps that we do. And if you just do the simple steps, you'll get there. But we keep forgetting and are blind that when we step out on the playing field, darkness is going to show up. Take a look at weight loss, for example. It's a pretty simple concept with weight loss. Follow a diet, diet plan and exercise. Pretty simple. Just diet and exercise. That's all you got to do. But you ever tried that before? You ever got out on the playing field of weight loss and just tried to follow that? Yeah. What did you feel along the way? Did you experience some self-doubt? Some depression? Some frustration? Some anger? What sort of voices got in your head to get you to quit? What kind of stories did it tell you? That's it. That's darkness. I mean, it'd be like kind of like watching a football game. As our society continues to be blind to this thing, it's like watching a football game but only having one team out there. Running play after play, scoring a touchdown every time. Life isn't like that. You know, the weight loss analogy I just used, think about it. Following your diet, following your exercise. Those are the plays you're running. Well, why aren't you scoring touchdowns? Because there's an opponent out there. And the opponent out there is darkness. You see, whenever you set a goal for yourself, it is there. Whenever you seek to obtain your dreams or even pursue something important to you, it'll be there. When you face a trauma, a tragedy, or a challenge in your life, oh, it'll be there. Darkness is your opponent on the field of life that's working to prevent you from winning at life. Just imagine it right now. If I were to ask you, right now we're going to go down to the track and we are going to walk around the track for 24 hours straight without stopping. Okay? So we're going to walk for 24 hours straight without stopping. Think about that for a minute. Do you hear it? What's it telling you? Is it in your head right now saying, oh, ah, that's not for me. 
I don't know if I could do that. Is it putting those images in your head of some pain? Suffering, how hard that's going to be? Already you're looking for a way out of this, and we're not actually going to go do that. I have to face darkness every day of my life, not only in my personal life, but also as I work with couples and families and individuals who come in to seek me out for counseling. Think about a couple, for example, that comes in and they need some help with communication. You know, if we use our society's view, it's pretty simple. All you need to do is listen and speak and work through your issues. That's it. As long as you can speak what you're feeling, the other person hears you, you can work through the issues. Sounds simple, isn't it? It's not really easy. Because think about it. When you start communicating and expressing that feeling, what goes through your head? Fear might start running through your head. Maybe doubt's kind of getting in there. Maybe it starts to tap into some of that anger. What about the person listening? Are they really listening to what they need to be? Or has the darkness got them to listen to what it wants you to listen to? And then it'll spark up that emotional outburst inside of you. Suddenly you'll have a big emotional storm going on in you. And you might not have needed to experience that because you just misunderstood. But in the meantime, darkness wept its way right on into your relationship. I remember someone I used to work with a long time ago that dealt with a lot of abuse. A lot of abuse in her life. She got to the point where it broke her down to the point she couldn't stand herself. Even couldn't stand looking at herself in a mirror. So imagine yourself being her. Looking in the mirror. And as you're looking at yourself in the mirror, what do you think's going through your head? What is it telling you? What pictures is it putting in there? How is it getting you to feel? Do you feel that push and pull to walk away from that mirror, to run, to hide, to do what it wants you to do? Yeah, that's darkness. Maybe you can think of an example in your own life. As you take a look back at a challenging time in your life or a goal you set, pay attention to what was going through your mind. What images were there? What stories has it got you to believe about yourself? How has it gotten in the way or got you to quit? It's there. For me, I'm tired of watching darkness, breaking families apart, destroying relationships, pretty much breaking down people to the point of suicide, stealing people's dreams, creating such stress in people's lives that there's multiple health problems, and sabotaging every bit of success for people day in and day out but this is why I do what I do I get tired of that and what I want to do in the aim of Rhino mentality is to help people develop that proper mindset and attitude to fight against the darkness of life and to help them develop tactics and skills that will give them the best odds of success to achieve those goals that by having the proper mindset and attitude and those tactics that you can become stronger, wiser, more resilient leading to more love and more joy in your life. 
because darkness is never going away. It's always been there. Darkness has been there since the beginning of time. It's not going away. You have to face it to get that way. You have to face it. There's no way around it. It's very similar to uh, lifting weights. If you want to get stronger, you have to lift and push against enormous amounts of resistance to build those muscles. And the more you push against that resistance, the more your muscles will develop. Now, if you just went, went in the weight room and grabbed the lightest of all weights and there wasn't much resistance to you, you're not pushing against much resistance. You're not getting stronger. You're not developing yourself. To me, if you want to develop yourself, if you want to be a better person, if you want to find more love and more joy in your life, then you need to face it. You need to stand toe-to-toe with it. You need to push against this resistance so that you can develop yourself along the way. Now, along the way, you're going to have some successes and failures. There's no doubt about it. Trust me, when you start facing this thing and you start using new tactics, you're not going to be perfect all the time. I'm not perfect. Neither are you. There's some battles we win and some we don't. So as you try to be different, you try to stand and push up against it, there's times it's going to knock you down. And you need to get back up. You're going to make mistakes. But that's okay. Because the more times you face it, the more you get to know it. And the more you know it, the better you're going to get against it. You see, for me, I've told it. It is going to have to kill me before I stop facing this thing. I will continue to go until I have no breath or blood left. I will continue no matter what it does, no matter what it says, no matter how much pressure and pain it puts in my life, I will stand there. And when it knocks me down, I'm going to get back up. And I'm going to heal myself up, and I'm going to come at it stronger. I'm going to get to know this thing. I want to know how it works in my life, how it messes with me, and I'm going to get to know it very well, so well, that when it's time to face it, I am going to get better and better, and I will be more and more victorious. Therefore, I will be coming stronger, wiser, more resilient, and have more love and more joy than it would ever want for me in my life. So it's okay to face it and even embrace it. It can be very, very detrimental at times, but when you learn with the proper attitude and tactics, now you can embrace it. Trust me, your kids will face this. And when they face it, they'll start getting better. You'll see it. We all face challenges. We all have hard times. And when that time comes, oh, it's going to be there. And that moment becomes that opportunity right then and there for you or even your kids to become stronger and wiser, to take back ground, to push against and resist it from taking away your life and your dreams. It's there. But like I said, there's going to be successes along the way. 
There's times it's going to get you, and there's other times that you get it. But as long as you're breathing and you still have blood, you're still in the fight. Don't ever quit. I can remember a story from my own life. Way back, I remember a time when I was, it was either 7th or 8th grade, and we were on the road at a football game. It was at the end of the game, you know, one of those games where if you stop the opponent from scoring, you will win. If you don't, then you lose. Well, I was out on defense at this time, and they were right there on the goal line. And I remember at that moment, man, the darkness seized me. I never knew it at the time I was younger, but now I can, I, I can totally remember. I was sabotaged at that moment. Darkness just sniped me, hit me hard and heavy. It was like a surprise attack. Suddenly I was filled with all these fear, fear of failure. What am I going to do? It can't be my fault. What if I make a mistake and they win the game? It's going to be all my fault. It's going to be bad. It's going to be because of me they're going to lose the game. Immediately, it has sabotaged my thoughts. It's got me to picture things. And then all of a sudden, what did I do? I decided to fake. I had a twisted ankle. So I went limping off to the sidelines to the coach. Told the coach I twisted my ankle. So I got myself out of the game. Thought I was pretty safe. Didn't have to experience that failure when they scored and beat us. Because then it wasn't my fault, you know. But was I wasn't really safe. Man, it took ground from me that day. It kicked my butt that day. And I let my teammates down. But I'll tell you, years later, when I was a senior in high school, homecoming, football game, there was a time where our high school team had never won a football game in years. We were like 0-10 every year. And on this day, we were leading. And all we had to do is stop this guy from driving down the field. He was one of the better quarterbacks around. Stop him from driving this team down and beat us. And I was called to get out there. And I was out on that drive, and this time was a different day. I refused to allow the darkness and crap to get in my head. I wasn't about to let my teammates down. I wasn't afraid of failure at that point. I understood that I needed to do what I needed to do. And man, I ended up sacking this guy a couple times, knocking down some passes, and we went on and won the game. And I'll tell you, since it was the first game we won, the crowd like filled the whole football field. It was crazy. And my name was written all over the newspaper. And it was a great victory against darkness. Now I said it can happen to your kids too. And there's times when your kids are having challenges that it's okay. You want to be there to help guide them, help bring them along, help mentor and develop them. But they've got to face the pressures. They've got to face those and learn from it if they want to get better. My son's a perfect example. This past baseball season, he was uh, playing in the local baseball league and he was brought in to pitch against the team. That if they win this game, they'll go on to the championship game. And if they don't, then they'll lose an end of season for their local baseball league team. Anyhow, he was called into pitch, and as usual, it comes down to one of those moments where if the batter who's up is one of the better batters on their team, and if he gets a hit, they win. If my son can get him out, they win. 
and his team wins. It was a battle. It was beautiful. My son was throwing pitches, and that guy was fouling him off. Fouling him off again. It was a heck of a battle that was up there. And then my son threw that perfect pitch. And the other guy smacked it in the gap, scoring the winning run. My son was devastated. I've never seen him before be that emotional on a baseball field afterwards in my life. But I knew at that moment, darkness was going to show up. And it was going to put crap in his head. And it was going to tell him all sorts of crazy stuff. Maybe he's going to develop stories about his abilities because of what just happened. But for me, I saw that as a tremendous opportunity that I can seize in and also help mold him. And we talked about that if you want to be a great pitcher, then you have to have these experiences. Then you have to fail again and fail again. The greatest of all pitchers have all lost games. The only way you get better is by facing these moments time and time again and picking yourself back up. And he did. Later on in that year, his travel team is playing in the state tournament. And they're playing against a team that they've never beaten before. They had one heck of a lead on them. And suddenly the other team got quite hot. And it was a very close tie game. They brought my son in against the other team. And once again, he's standing toe-to-toe, facing the toughest player on their team. He looks at my son and smiles, and my son smiled back. Then they began pitching, following him off as usual, just like before. And once again, my son threw that perfect pitch, and then the kid smacked it in the gap, just like the other kid had did. And another defeat. But this time my son was different. He stood. Didn't seem as emotional. He understood he did his job pretty well. He even told me he needs to tip his hat to that guy because he did a great play. I pitched a good pitch. He just hit it. Much different attitude. But I could still see that darkness was trying to seize in. And I could step in and try to mold and mentor And of course, as later on in the season went, the travel team played in the Triple Crown World Series in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. He was brought in in a game to close the game out, and he struck everybody out. All three batters he struck out with ease. Wow. I mean, he felt on top of the world pretty powerful. Didn't realize that the next day he was going to be sabotaged by darkness again. The next day he got up to pitch... And no matter what he threw, that team was hammering away at that pitch. And he ended up getting pulled from the game, probably the earliest he's ever been pulled. But he still kept his, his head held high. And once again, that moment, darkness is there. It was probably in his head. I could just about imagine what was going through his head, images in his mind. But he's got those good supports around to help, help keep him up. Later in that tournament, the next very day, he got called in a game against a good team that if they lose, that if my son's team loses, the season's over. If they win, they can keep playing. And there was a kid on that other team that no matter who we pitched, just hit the heck out of that ball. 
doubles, 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 solidly hit the ball. And now there stands my son, just like before. The other kid gets up, looks at him, and smiles. He smiles back and throws pitch after pitch, fouled off, fouled off. And then my son throws him an off-speed pitch. Gets the kid off balance, who taps it to the second baseman, throws it to first, and he's out. Team went on to lose, so the season was over. But that kid later came up to my son and told him, hey, you got me that time. And they laughed and giggled. I think for me that my son understood at that point in time that you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. But that battle in your head is one that you've got to win time and time again. That he's gotten stronger and wiser and a better. And he understood that if you want to get better in life, that you've got to face the best of the best to be that way. So to me, for all of us, if you want to play life on a high level, then you better get used to being uncomfortable and facing darkness. Because it's going to be there. No matter what challenge you have, self-doubt's going to show up. Pain's going to show up. Fear's there. You're going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to get you to quit, get you to question yourself, say things. But man, whether you win or not, just the fact of standing there against it says something. What's really key, though, is that if you have a rhino mentality, then you've got your armor against that darkness's black rain of negativity. Because having a rhino mentality is your armor against darkness's black rain of negativity penetrating your soul. Having that rhino mentality is everything. With it, you take risk, face adversity, accept failure, and embrace your fears. Without it, you are controlled and held captive by darkness. You can combat all types of fears with a rhino mentality. With a rhino mentality, you are able to accept the never-ending struggles associated with life. In case you haven't figured it out already, life is tough. We all face challenges in darkness, some more than others. But the key thing to remember here and take is that, hey, a rhino mentality begins with a positive attitude. Okay? So are you more often negative or positive? I mean, most people, when you ask them that, they give the social desirable response and say that they're mostly positive. However, when you observe people's actions, especially under fire, we see quite the opposite. Remember, when you face darkness, it will seek to get you to adopt a negative mindset. So, the key aspect of developing a rhino mentality is a positive attitude. Now, the foundation of your positive attitude relies on your ability to look at life as a gift, an opportunity to grow stronger, wiser, more resilient, leading to more love and joy in your life. Think about that. The foundation of your positive attitude relies on your ability to look at life as a gift, an opportunity. Hmm. In other words, when you're ready to face darkness, it's not to see darkness in all its ugliness and scariness that it can be, because it can be quite abusive. However, 
you can look at it as a gift and an opportunity to grow stronger, wiser, and more resilient, leading to more love and joy in your life. You see, to a rhino, it doesn't matter whether the experiences or the circumstances are positive or negative. The idea for the rhino, and what's important, is to become stronger, wiser, more resilient, leading to more love and joy in your life. So the rhino always uses the resistance of either a positive or a negative experience to grow stronger, wiser, more resilient, to have more love and joy in their life. The key to remember is that darkness's black reign of negativity can erode your armor that's protecting your soul. So start to pay attention to how much this negativity surrounds your own conversations, your self-talk, and the people you surround yourself, especially when you seek out to advance your life. Awareness is the first step towards any change. But just remember, the next time you are faced with a challenge or set a goal for your life, you'll be toe-to-toe with darkness and his black reign of negativity. So do whatever it takes to fight to keep your positive attitude and see how much better you weather the challenge. Or you can focus on that negative and to try to complain and whine your way to success which will never happen. Well, there you have it. After listening to today's episode, I am really hopeful that you now have a clear understanding of what darkness is and how it affects you in your life. And I'm also hopeful that you got introduced and now know one aspect of a rhino mentality or the attitude that you do need to embrace and face the darkness in your life. Continue to pay attention to other podcasts as I begin to dive further into what it means to have a rhino mentality and also to give you more tactics and tools so that you're also more successful in fighting darkness in your life. So I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode. It is my aim to ensure that each and every podcast episode is clear and concise enough for you to understand and implement immediately. If there was anything that you weren't quite sure you understood, or something you'd like to know more about, please let me know. I do care deeply about helping you face the darkness in your life. And my hope is that this podcast episode provided you with some ammo in your fight. Send me an email, chris at rhinowellnesscenter.com. Subscribe to the podcast, which is now available on iTunes. And if you're interested in receiving coaching services, where you'll be working with me one-on-one to help you fight the darkness in your life, then express that interest by sending me an email, chrisss at rhinowellnesscenter.com. Always remember, no matter how much it hurts, or how dark the darkness gets, or how far you fall, you are never out of the fight. Coach Rhino out.